0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. Happy Wine Wednesday. Hey, Tanisha, how are you today? Hey, Serena. I love it when you put that voice on. There,
1: everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Swirl Suite.
0: Girl, I love it. I love every second of it you know it's amazing how the voice changes my voice changes as I get like real deep into conversation I just I don't know become real black Oh, uh, okay yeah we'll take it yeah well you know we'll, we'll, anyway <laughs> it's a change.
1: It's a so change. how are
0: you how's Paris
1: I'm good Paris is um Paris is here so are the tourists there are so many Americans here it's insane wow y'all came like the day after they opened up the borders we were waiting (laughs) yeah yeah y'all are clearly waiting people are hitting me up daily I'm here I'm gonna be here in two days I'm coming next week I'm like okay listen all this outside has got me worn out and Mm -hmm. my pockets are empty and it's only like the I was just telling Nicole that
0: outside is expensive
1: I'm
0: not playing this outside game anymore
1: (laughs) Like
0: I quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of outside, the Swirl Suite, we will be at the Finger Lakes excursion this weekend in um in the Finger Lakes, and um I think we're just going to be talking and drinking a lot of Riesling.
1: That sounds super fun.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're, we're going to be on two panels. I forgot the names of them, but um, just check our Instagram page and the, all the details are there. So if you're at the Finger Lakes Conference, just look for us. We'll be around. Um, It should be a lot of fun. Oh, it should be. Y'all yeah, going to wear the swirl sweet shirts? I'm going to wear I mine in solidarity. No, no, I don't think so. I think you're just going to do, you know, the way you say it. Casual.
1: Like,
0: oh. he's going to be casual. You're going to wear those. <laughs> We'll just be casual. Okay. Um, but, oh, wish. my my book, the pre-sale release is today. So. Yes. Talk about it. Tell us about this book, please. Yes. So um, I created a wine activity book. So just think like crossword puzzles and word finds and some other different games, just all based on wine and sort of like the wine and the black culture. So okay. um, it's, yeah.
1: And like who is this for? Like what's your market? Who do you think will really enjoy this book?
0: I think it'll be for everybody, honestly. When I say everybody, just adults who okay. like to do crossword puzzles in their free time, maybe sitting out on the deck, you know, with a glass of wine, you know, doing their thing. And also the cool thing about this book is the games inside, you can also like take it to a party and you know, have some real fun with it. Like um, I played this game yesterday. I was at a birthday brunch. It was probably about 10 women and um, I played my lyrics game. So I have a list of song lyrics from different songs that are, um, that have wine or some sort of like drinking reference in the song. And I just give a piece of the lyric with a drinking reference and people have to guess who the artist is.
1: Okay. So, you played that with us before. It's fun.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, and yeah, it's, it's super fun when there are a lot of drinks and stuff. So, so. I may know all the answers now because no, you played. won't, you won't. Oh, well, you don't know <laughs> what I know. You don't know what I know, <laughs> but it was fun. So yeah, you can um, go on my website, findmeup.com. The pre-sale is up. Um, if you're getting it shipped, um, I will ship it after the launch date, which is next week. But if you're a local and you want to pick it up, then join me at my lunch party next Thursday at, um, at the Spritz Union Market area. That's so
1: exciting. I'm so happy yeah, for you, Sarita.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Sarita got a book. Ciao. I was about to say low book, but I know the connotation of that. And like I ain't mean it like a low book. I meant like the book is small, but not in stature, just in size because it's activities. So oh,
0: my goodness. Um, it's, it's not like a Harry Potter book. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But yes, um, so we have a special guest today. Um, her name special is Nicole. Guest. Yes, Nicole, you can join us now.
1: Hello, thanks for Hi. listening to our shenanigans, Nicole. Yeah, no,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thank you. So, Nicole, please introduce yourself to everybody and tell everybody what you do and why.
2: Um, perfect. Um, thank you for having me. Um, by the way, I'm was excited to be invited um, to hang out with you ladies today. So I'm um, looking forward to our talk today. Um, my name is Nicole Malari. I am the face behind Vent Noir, a um, platform that I created uh, last year. Actually, my one-year anniversary is coming up as far as going, um, you know, public on on um, social media, so which was a scary thing to do. But um, I created the platform just to really not only help myself, but also help Um, consumers who really wanted to be conscious about the purchases they were making in wine um, because of course we're all here because we love wine but I certainly wanted to highlight the black winemakers that are present in the space that um, so many of us may not be aware of and they're making really great products and so I just want to celebrate that and share with all wine lovers so um, you know folks can just really get in there and and find out what these winemakers are doing and get to know them and their stories a little bit better.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So like, tell us uh, if you're, you're from California,
2: right? I am. I'm here in the Bay Area.
0: So, um, did you grow up with wine? Like what was your like first like original connection to wine?
2: Yeah. So I really didn't grow up with it. Um, I had a great aunt. Uh, she was probably the, the glamorous person in my life that I recall, um, other than, you know, of course, watching dynasty, that was, um, something I really enjoyed. And I, I always really loved watching Diane Carroll, you know, pour a drink. And of course, all the other, um, gorgeous ladies on that show. Um, but my grandma's sister, she, um, she lives here in the Bay area as well. And she's just as an elegant lady. Um, she's always been, um, dressed well. She keeps a beautiful home. She always had this immaculate bar cart you know, always pouring drinks for people when they came to visit. And she was the one I noticed that really drank wine on a regular basis. Um, And so I just really kind of fell in love with the elegance of the glassware, um, you know, just watching her pour the bottles and um, maybe talk a little bit about what she was drinking. But other than that, in my own household, it was more so maybe some occasional box wine I saw being brought out. Um, maybe on the holidays you might see that big round jug um, coming out, <laughs> but that yes. was about yeah. yeah. that was about it. I just ended up, you know, drinking it in, in college and and exploring different uh, bottles. Um, of course, starting off with what was in my price range as a college student, mm-hmm. um, and just exploring yeah. from there. And I just fell in love with it.
1: Okay. What was in your price range it's as a w- college student though?
2: I just, I'm sorry, <laughs> Serena. I know, I know you have like
1: a serious <laughs> question to ask, but so like, well, talking college. Drink, what, what will you admit to
2: that you drank in college? <laughs> definitely. Most of the stuff was probably within like the five to $10 range. Okay. Um, mm. You know, lots of Sutter home. Sure. Um, I thought I was doing something when I started drinking one of uh, Mondavi's, not, not the exact Mondavi brand, but one of his off brands, uh, Woodbridge I thought I was getting fancy oh, with the ooh, white yeah, Merlot. yeah.
0: Man, have you tried to drink that stuff now? No.
2: <laughs> it is tough. I probably should try just to see. To see Man. I think that's I'm like a beginner good.
1: starter set. I might have to write a post on that and do a podcast on ooh, like a that starter like a good, set. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yes. You are 22. Yeah. And you're trying to get into
0: wine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What have you started with? You know, it's funny. Um, I wasn't a, I, I did four lives last week, wow. y'all. Um, I'm so yeah, I was beat down last week. But one of the questions was really interesting. So this girl asked me, um, do I am I confident that celebrities who promote wine know wine? And I said, Oh, that's a that can be a yes or no, depending on who the celeb is. Because if you watch LeBron James and the his life, he holds the glass like he knows wine. Absolutely. it's, it's something I don't, you know, but I watched an episode of married to medicine and that you got whole doctors. This lady is, I think she has a PhD in public health and she's a real doctor. Y'all know she had a set Magnum. I said, no, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. A shame on TV girl.
1: I couldn't believe I mean, it. So
0: anyway. Um,
1: well, she doesn't know and she doesn't have any help. You know, LeBron James does know about wine, but he has also is paid people to help him with his collection, help him with the cellar and talk to him about wine. Whereas mm. there are other people who may have the money and just, okay, I'll drink wine, but don't understand the value in learning more about it.
0: You're right. You're absolutely right. But let me tell you something. If I'm ever on TV... Oh, no, I
1: I absolutely draw the line all the way Uh, off. Yeah, I'm like, draw the line at Sutter Home (laughs) Magnum. But I think I would have drawn the line before the Magnum of Sutter Home.
0: You think? Yeah, well, I think I told
1: you once I did a wine tasting for this group. This is early when I first started doing wine tastings um, for people in their homes. And uh, I didn't know any better at this time. So I gave them a list of things to get. They came, you know, I show up at the tasting and they have magnums of yellowtail mm. Shiraz as their mm-hmm. Shiraz. They were like, this isn't the right one. I was like, oh no. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, I mean, they followed the instructions because you just oh, told Shiraz me to get a
1: grape. And I gave grape and regents.
0: Oh, yeah. But well, they were doing, yes. Well, so
1: the Shiraz, okay, fine.
0: They but understood the, the assignment. Or
1: something else, partially. <laughs> partially. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can't cheap out if you want somebody to teach you about wine. I was like, I'm trying to give you, you know, be very mm. particular about grape from certain regions so mm. you can understand where these things come from.
0: Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, mm. wow. <laughs> so, Nicole, back to you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest, please. I read that you went to the Napa Wine Academy. What was that like? Were you actually taking classes like in Napa, in the Valley?
2: Yeah, so um, I did take the classes at the Napa Valley Wine Academy. I started with level one. I know a lot of people start off into level two, but I felt like just as a coming in as a as an enthusiast, I felt like I just needed that foundation and mm-hmm. trying to figure out um, if it was something I wanted to continue with. Because, of course, the courses are more expensive the higher mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I... I, I took the classes in person mm-hmm. and I loved it. It was, I was actually, I was really nervous, of course, going in. Cause I didn't know what to expect. I honestly mm-hmm. thought I was going to be the only black person in the room. And you weren't, I wasn't, Oh, that's I was, what's was, I was really surprised um, and happy to see the diversity um, of the students in the classroom. And um, so of course, you know, when we see ourselves mm-hmm. that anxiety level, just it, 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 significantly decreased and I was able to just go, okay, I can focus on, on taking in all of this and, you know, information and material from these folks. And, um, you know, you, you really meet some great people. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. There were so many people just in different, um, stages in the wine space, um, in that room too. A lot of people were enthusiasts. A lot of people worked in tasting rooms. Um, some of them were assistant winemakers, Mm. some of them, worked in the vineyard and wanted to just get to to know a little bit more about all the technical um, you know stuff behind wine but yeah it was it was a really great experience i would I would recommend um, especially if you're one of those folks who prefers to have that in person um, you know direct access to an instructor it's it's um, it's unbeatable that way I, I do appreciate the fact that you can do a lot of stuff online now but for me i really I really need to be in that that space. And I think it also helps to kind of calibrate your tasting Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of having those conversations with people in person was very helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. So when you started that program, did you know what you were going to do after that?
2: I didn't. I, 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 all I knew was that I loved wine. Um, It was just always this kind of Background thing in my life, I'm, you know, it's it's a a part of my grocery budget. I kind of plan my life around, mm-hmm. you know, what's going yeah. on, you know, at wineries. Um, yeah. We always end up at a winery, um, you know, for some celebration or just because it's Friday or, mm-hmm. or Saturday, whatever. Yeah,
0: I, I, but, and especially growing up in California and taking classes in Napa, I'm sure you are just, I don't know, it's like going to. I don't know going to the grocery store like you said, it's
2: a regular yeah, you know a regular you know, thing it is i and I really don't take it for granted, especially because I you know i I understand how special um you know it is to be able to have access to this place i'm I can get to Napa when there's no traffic in um, about twelve to fifteen minutes from what? my house oh,
0: you're that close, that's awesome yeah,
2: yeah, it's really nice, and just to be able to and not just Napa sonoma mm-hmm. um Livermore Lodi there's so many wineries that you can get to in California Um, even in Southern California I'm I'm actually going to be boarding a flight on Thursday to go down to the San Diego area Mm. and I will be definitely hitting up some wineries um, Mm. this week so Mm. looking forward to it
1: that sounds amazing
0: doesn't it that sounds awesome (laughs) and you know during the during the pandemic I knew a lot of people who fled um, the east coast uh, for the west coast yeah just for yeah. um change the scenery you know um near some water Freeze. yeah yeah
2: warmth yeah I, yeah I get it especially you know with us being stuck in the house I'm, I'm blessed that I was able to work from home mm-hmm. and um of course that I still had a job but I I was so tired of looking at my backyard which was barren um we mm-hmm. hadn't really done anything with it and I said you know what I we got to do something I'm I need to be able to sit outside and enjoy my glass of wine. So I kind of took on this project to create a little kind of a wannabe winery in my backyard. So at least it looks like I'm (laughs) at somebody's winery. I was like, just in case, I don't know how long this shelter in place is going to go on, but I was like, we need to do something.
0: Now, are you you doing it yourself or did you hire somebody to do it?
2: No, I did it myself. All on Pinterest, looking at things that I wanted to do and got some little, uh, wine barrel halves and, you know, decorated with them. I love you know, it. Yeah. It, it helped, especially for my mental health. I, I can say, I, I love being outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I love fresh air and, yeah. you know, combine that with wine. It's the, it's a perfect situation.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's my husband. That's not my, my wheelhouse. I, uh, you know, and the thing is, I'll shop Speaking for your truth. you. Speak your truth. I'll I'll shop for you. Like, what you need online? You need something from Amazon? I will gather all the things you need. But, yep,
2: you do it. It looks great.
0: It looks great.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was surprised. I was kind yeah. of trying, you know, trying to challenge myself. I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily, um, you know, the type of person that's into gardening. But I, mm-hmm. I just you know what I, I'll, I'll I'll give it a try.
0: Yeah. Yeah
2: how totally get that.
0: So tell us about, um, Sola Sonoma. Um, I read in your, um, Instagram profile that you, uh, you have a role there.
2: I do. Um, so Sola Sonoma is a bi-postal company, um, that is actually ran by one of my besties, older sister. Um, she's actually out in the DC area. Um, also born and raised here in California, but, um, she started this company you know, with similar aspirations as my platform just to you know, expose Black people and other wine consumers to the wine brands um, that are out there from African-American winemakers and, and, and other Black folks across the globe. Um, yeah, so she puts on these events and um, she actually has one coming up um, next month in Martha's Vineyard. Mm. Um, it's, it's an annual event that she's um, been doing. Wasn't able to do it last year, of course, because of COVID. But this year they're back and running, and um, planning on putting on um, an event downtown and in, in some of the the little um, local vineyard uh, neighborhoods where a bunch of the winemakers are going to come with their wine, and people can taste. And there'll be chefs and you know mm. some other vendors you can take advantage of. But specifically, my role um, when I work with them is to just really kind of help guide consumers who are interested in wine tasting. And we do tastings, of course, with black owned wine brands, Um, just your traditional tasting. But of course we feel that our presence as African-American women makes the other African-American folks more comfortable, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Mm -hmm. more willing to, to kind of hear the information and learn and not feel so um, judged and yeah, and just anxious, um, you know, because wine tasting is it's meant to be fun. Um, there's so much you can learn about it if you're interested in that and geek out about it. But um, we just definitely wanted to create a space where people can enjoy themselves and learn um, about wine. And as I'm learning myself, um, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity for me to continue to hone my skills of, of wine tasting and, and helping to guide others um, in that space. So that's what I do.
0: I love that. I love that. So I thought we'd um complete this little this first part of the show by talking about some some of your favorite white wines or your favorite summer wines, whether they're red, white, or rose. Um Tanisha, what what uh what's everybody drinking in Paris right now?
1: Uh beer, because they just finished <laughs> the Euro Cup, so everybody was out watching that. So ah. it was a whole lot of beers happening. Okay. Um but in relation to wine rosé they do a lot of rosé
0: mm-hmm. um and then of course white wines yeah um are y'all drinking anything specific as best still day is wednesday yes it is wednesday we aren't drinking anything specific okay you know what i'm not
1: drinking so um you know we don't have to go into that part but <laughs> I um actually just got a shipment of Bordeaux in today. I wasn't even expecting it. It just came two boxes. So we'll see what wow. that's about.
0: Well, that's nice. Okay.
1: White or red. So that's what I'll be drinking for the next <laughs> period of time.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Nicole, oh, what about Rosana? you? <laughs> I hope so for well, you well, too. Well, what about you, you Nicole?
2: Know, I definitely love rosés, um, I've had people comment to me, you drink a lot of rosé. Yes, I do. I drink it year round <laughs> and I'm not going to stop. there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that girl. It's absolutely nothing I, wrong with that. I, I agree. I agree. Um, so, but I've been trying to, to consciously drink more white wine.
0: Um, mm. Cause
2: it's just not something that I normally gravitate towards. I'm not a big Chardonnay person. Unless of course it's sparkling.
0: Unless mm. I'm
2: drinking some campaign, but um one of the, two of the whites that, that I wanted to share that, that I came across recently um, that I just thought were interesting and, and people might want to check them out. Um, the first one is the Jeremy, Um white wine blend um, that I tried recently. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know about Cherami um, wine, Cherami um, Law is based out of Texas and I just thought it was so interesting because most people, when they think about wine, you don't think about Texas. It's not something Mm-mm. even on your radar when you think <laughs> about wine. So um, I was really curious to try her wine and see what it was all about. Um, her white blend is a um, blend of Marsan, Roussan, and Viognier.
0: Oh, wow. I'm impressed. I did not expect that.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I was excited when I saw that too. So I said, I definitely have to try it. Um, and I loved it. It was, um, it, was a, it was a nice um, take on on that combination, mm-hmm. um, definitely it wasn't a it wasn't a sweet wine, um, but it did have those floral and um, you know fruit forward notes. But mm-hmm. it also had a nice bit of um, acidity on it, a little bit of structure. Um, I, I definitely think it's worth um, you know taking a look at. I know she also I believe won a silver medal um, this year for that wine. Um so definitely something, you know, to check out and and just kind of see what what's going on in Texas because um I think I read something the other day, it's like the second um fastest growing uh wine region in the US right now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So folks are, yeah, folks are serious. I mean, the climate, the climate's great for sure for growing grapes yeah. out there. So it, it makes total sense. Yeah. Um yeah. And the second one I tried recently um at a tasting. So I'm also part of, um, the Hugh society, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the Northern California chapter. Nice. And we recently tasted, uh, Brindle wines and they had a beautiful white wine. I actually can't wait till they open up their, um, they're building a, a downtown Napa tasting room. Mm. Um, it's supposed to be opening, I think in a couple of months. So looking forward to, you know, going and checking that out too. But this, um, this white blend was really beautiful, um, what was it called? Uh, a Chorus Cuvée Blanc. It's a 2019. It was majority um, sauvignon Blanc, and then it had Malvasia Blanc, a little bit of Chardonnay, and a uh, for now Pires a Portuguese. Oh, okay, grape.
1: Portuguese grape. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, that sounds and, really interesting. And it was oh my gosh, it was so yummy. It's um you know, the, the brightness of the, the Sauvignon Blanc was very clear, but those other grapes, they really made themselves known. Um, there were some mangosteen notes and from, um, others, um, cause I've never tried that grape before. Mm-hmm. Um, and our tasting group, um, said that the mangosteen aromas and flavors that were coming across were from that Portuguese grape. So definitely mm-hmm. made me more intrigued. Um, want to try some more wines with that varietal, but, but that, but that, uh, Cuvée, was really really good so i oh, wow. definitely recommend checking it out if you're interested
1: that's awesome yeah, yeah but let's just rewind it back just a little bit to the Ooh. i don't really care for chardonnay part <laughs> if we could explore <laughs> this a bit more <laughs> sure um so what is it like exact so no chardonnay or just from some no, regions
2: Okay, so I'm sure you know that Napa loves Oaky Chardonnay. Yeah,
1: too. Oh, I don't
2: correct. I don't, mm-hmm. don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't want to I don't I just don't love the buttery.
0: Okay, that's fair. Or,
2: or that makes sense. Yeah. But I I but I've I like I said I continue to try them. It's just not my go-to. Yeah. Um but yeah, it, something in stainless steel, or if it's been um, you know, half stainless, half um you know, oak barrel is um, definitely going to be something I would prefer more than a a heavily oak chardonnay.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That and if that sense. isn't your something that you don't like? What is like a go to white for you? If you're at the store and you're like, you know what, I want to
2: drink a white. What is like your go to? I like I like biennier. Mm. I like it because it's not. Uh, I love the floral notes. Um, I love it that it doesn't have a lot of acid. Biennier for sure. Um, but i also love a good shin block i'll take a Vouvray any day that's something i could definitely um you know in, pound the porch with okay
1: okay you're back all right I was, we're gonna have to cut the show short all right <laughs> all is good now thank you nicole
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you nicole for being on our show tonight good night everybody <laughs> <laughs> see you next
0: week uh, a few of my favorites are um for the summer, I really like like um, zesty and sharp wines. How Sauvignon Blanc can be sometimes, but I really, really like Peak Pool. Isn't oh, that,
1: that's refreshing!
0: It it is right, um, and it's not something you see all the time. You have to go to no. like a really like a total wine or like a really good wine shop to um, to find it. But um, yeah, yeah, Peak Pool is one of my faves. Um, I like Pinot Gris. Mm-hmm. especially from Oregon and Washington state. Um, and yeah, I like, I like rosés and in the summertime, I like them from, um, from Provence. Mm-hmm. So I have to say those are my faves. Now, when I looked up a few articles and they talked about, um, like summer wines, Malbec came up consistently, I guess, cause of like grilled meats and burgers and stuff like that. So, um, some people consider Malbec a
2: a summer wine. Yeah. And, you know, there's some sparkling Malbecs out there too. Um, I haven't,
0: I haven't got my hands
2: on one yet, but I, I do know of, um, you know, some producers out there. And I definitely need to try that because it sounds really yummy. That would yeah. be great with barbecue. Those are, yeah,
0: those are it really is. good. It is. Malbec
1: is just so heavy to me. And I'm, and mm-hmm. this is coming from somebody who literally grabs red wine all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I have to force mm-hmm. myself to drink red wine. But Malbec, I'll always just think of as heavy. So that's not usually my go-to mm-hmm. in the summer at all. Right. If I want something to go with like a burger or grill food or something like that, I'm probably going Southern Rome. Sure.
0: that makes sense yeah that makes sense
1: but for white wines i agree with the chenon blanc yes um i also like muscadet
2: oh so i would drink that yeah um, i got some bottles <laughs> <laughs> i
1: feel like i'll try that one
0: that's also hard to find here for some odd reason oh really yeah 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 even if you do find them in a wine shop it's only like one or two of them it's never like a wide variety
2: of them just not one of those ones that most people, I guess, if they're, if, you know, yeah. they want to make sure that they're getting the bottles off the shelf and most people don't really know about those. Yeah,
1: they're like, that's obscure. People aren't drinking that. <laughs> so,
2: nope.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So this part of the show is a little fun. These are random and not so rapid questions. Um, for our money question, we are up to $19,000. Okay, so if you listen to the show, we go up a thousand dollars each episode, and okay. we just ask, What would you do with nineteen thousand dollars if you had it? Random? Okay, well, that makes sense because I was
2: like, That's an interesting amount, nineteen thousand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like how did you come up with that? Yeah, from. <laughs> all right, like that's random. Yeah,
2: okay, <laughs> well, um, of course, um, I would put that into my business and also maybe take a little vacay mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay
0: and invest and refresh. I love it. Yeah. Tanisha, any ideas?
1: Yes. Um, I will put it into business and then I would get a stylist and I would go mm-hmm. like on the shopping spree and oh, like do nice. a whole refresh of my wardrobe. I mean, mm-hmm. post-COVID weight, you know, new business, yeah. um, taking yeah. my business in a different direction. Like I want to have a different look. And mm-hmm. so- that would be like a nice little chunk. Well, that would definitely pay for the stylist. And then I might be able to get like two pieces for my wardrobe.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, at my my answer was pretty similar. I was going to say rebuild my shoe collection. Mm. So all the shoes that I thought twice about or are too expensive, I would probably get them. And I mean, cause my feet are, I have really flat feet. So comfort, like comfortability is really important. So, but I like heels too. So
2: yeah. I would, yeah. I'm in the yes. same boat. I'm flat-footed as well. Are you? Yeah.
1: yeah. We all are. <laughs> 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 I will also try to put some money in like an Uber budget for me. So, you know, with my new mm. heels that I get with the stylist. Right. There you go. I clearly can't right. take the Metro in those. Yeah. And of yeah. course I don't drive. So I got to get to where I'm going and cobblestone roads. So I'm mm-hmm. going to need an Uber budget, a slight yeah. Uber budget.
0: Yeah. Once we get a little higher in the amount, um, one of my answers is going to be a driver. Maybe not every day, oh. maybe every weekend, <laughs> just like a weekend driver. So that would be no, dope. Nobody has to drive. Nice. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. So and if you, you can leave when you're
1: ready. Them. You could get there on time
0: probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, just call them up. Hey, we're ready. You can pull up.
2: Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I like the that. ultimate you pull like, up. Pull yes. up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next set of questions are all about travel. Okay. Um, so it's either or. So you pick one. First one, hostel or hotel? Hotel. Tanisha?
1: Hotel. At this age, hotel. <laughs> really? I'm surprised you didn't say hostel because that was your...
0: That was your life.
1: That was my life. Yeah, a few <laughs> years ago. That's what I'm like now.
2: It's,
0: it's gotcha. behind me. It. <laughs> yeah, I a Yeah, um, hotel for me too. All right, local food or restaurant?
2: Local mm-hmm. restaurant food.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. I
2: mean, it could depend on the situation, but I would say local as well.
0: I mean, after when uh, me and my husband went to Paris, and Tanisha showed us what. Their version of a kebab is. um Yeah, yeah. That made our trip. That's what it's called. Y'all right?
1: came back. Y'all went back to the kebab. We spot sure
0: did. Without a- <laughs> <laughs> we sure did. You know it was good then. <laughs> yeah. So, if you've never been to Paris before, I never had a Parisian kebab. It's not like a kebab, like what we eat on a stick. No, like on it's like stick a stick. It's like sandwich. a gyro yeah oh, a donut yes, kebab cool.
1: it's actually yeah. german or turkish mm, one of cool. those and then each country european country has it and then they you know put their little spin on it yeah but, wow um,
2: yeah, I'll, I'll, so I'll have good. to i'll have to look that place up I, yeah i'm I'm planning on maybe going to paris next year so
1: i'll okay. be here girl i'll be in your DMs
2: like the rest of the americans
1: <laughs> yeah, damn stay lit <laughs> I just feel it one earlier today they were like hey i'm gonna be there
0: this week i'm like
1: all right let's move some stuff around <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh,
0: okay what kind of traveler are you adventurer or lounger adventurer are you really
2: yes mm, okay you I'm- know i can't
0: lounge i can't sit still okay <laughs> what about you nicole
2: <sighs> you know honestly I'm always looking to be on somebody's beach somewhere. Um, so lounging is, yeah. is what I like to do.
0: Mm-hmm. I need, I mean, I'm a Libra, so it's all about balance. I can do both, but I I definitely can't do adventure the entire trip. Like we're yeah, not going hiking every morning and no, we're not doing that. Um, no. So if I give you a day of adventure, then that next day I'm going to lounge. So mm-hmm yeah it has to be balanced.
1: and see if I'm in another place like I can't lounge because I'm like it's something I'm missing like it's oh. some museum I need to see some exhibition some mm-hmm. something that's out there some street art tour yeah something I, mean, you I can gotta get keep to moving it.
0: I mean you can get to it you just get to it either later that day or the next day <laughs> <laughs> yeah if I'm somewhere like three
1: like I can't sit still
0: because I'm like okay. sit
1: and lounge like what well, I can lounge at my house Oh, like no. I didn't leave that's my not- place. Mm-hmm. And that's why also why I don't do beach vacations.
0: I was about to say, what about water? Like you can't, okay. Makes- like, have you
1: ever heard me talk about I'm going to the beach? As no, long yeah. as you've known me, you've mm-hmm. never heard me say that. And times where I have gone to the beach, I've been on the beach for like two hours and I'm like, all right, so what we doing next? We a scuba dive. We jumping mm-hmm. off the side <laughs> of a boat. We ATV in it. Like what are we
0: Interesting. doing? Interesting. Mm-hmm. No vacation. Yeah. I
1: can't, I cannot sit still there have been If I'm vacations- away, I need to be awake.
0: There have been vacations I've been on where I was completely unplugged and I was at the pool all day, all yes. day. And the thing yeah. is, if you're at a really good resort or something, you can eat and do everything right at the pool. Swim a bar. Come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's the no. light. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, group or solo trip?
2: Group. I love hanging out with with my girls. Um, I actually do like a, my cousins and I do a uh, annual Vegas trip. So we always look forward to that. And we are at the pool all day. Um, Yeah, bottle services, whatever, just, you know,
0: maybe
2: a little bit of shopping too, but yeah, we're, we're there to let veg out.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. If you have a good group, then yes, I can see you saying group. I don't, I don't know about group just yet because I don't have like a core group of people that I'm like yes if I go with these mm-hmm. people I will have mm-hmm. a good time
0: yeah I don't see how people go on like travel group trips and they don't know anybody I that's too unpredictable for me we are yeah, no. across the country yeah and I ain't gonna like, I like nobody know. I so I don't know <laughs> I don't
1: have that I don't have that in me Um, Well, I think the good thing about those kind of trips, though, is you can do solo, but you have the safety of numbers. So like you have things already planned for you. And this is coming from someone who has been a tour guide on Mm. a group trip like that. It's like you don't have to talk to those people if you don't want to. But if you want to engage, you can. Mm. So it's like you can be solo
0: but then be with the group and have the safety of the group, but have the activities plans. Gotcha. Because so, I've actually never been on a, tri- a group trip like that. And it just makes me think of school trip. we mm-hmm. will stay together. And, but I guess we're adults and I have to, you know, get out of that mindset. But no, that's a very good point. Very good point.
2: Not um, only that, I think what, what can bring me anxiety about that too is, you know, sometimes you have people who don't want to spend money to have good meals oh, and yeah. they want to, yeah. Just kind of lowball it. And I'm I'm not about that. Mm.
1: And that's another reason why group trips work too, because you have some meals already in there. That mm-hmm. will be nice. And then if you have a free evening, then you can just go off on your own and do what you want to do. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, I have known people on those group trips have been like, oh, I wanted to go to this certain place for dinner. This one girl, she got a car from the hotel and drove the car herself to the dinner oh, place. Okay. Ate dinner by herself and came on back okay, I'm okay. Like, well all, all right. right sis I all right sir. but then yeah. she knew that there would be people if she didn't come back all right it's a whole group of us looking for her it was a hotel she was staying at i was right. halfway responsible for
2: mm-hmm. so
1: you know it was solo but yet she was still a part of her group so Actually. that kind of worked out. And she showed the pictures from dinner. I'm like, wow, that looked amazing. Mm. All right, great for you. But she was like, she ain't want to ask anybody because she didn't want anybody to be trying to scam. Maybe like, oh no, well, I don't want to mm-hmm. get the full yeah. the full 15 courses with wine parents. Right. Because everybody vacation budget would be different.
0: You're right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yep. Yep,
1: you right. Can't even have me eating um, TBR Fridays all, <laughs> long, all <laughs> week. None of that. Some people will try and be like, we just, we just not gonna um, get just a little sandwich or something? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not hungry. Yeah. Speaking of quick sidebar, did you all see the thing that was making the rounds? It was on um, a Reddit thread. It was a relationship thread. And it was about this um, guy he wrote in and he was like, it's A-I-T-A, am I the asshole? And he was like, his girlfriend went on a family trip with them. And it was a few times where she opted out of activities and, you know, she was only eating a couple of times a day and he heard her stomach growling once and he was like, Hey, is everything okay? And she was like, yeah, um, you know, y'all kind of going to really expensive things and I can't afford to do all the things that you're doing. So I'm just opting
0: out of a few things. He's like,
1: Oh, okay. Well, if it was too much, you know, then maybe you shouldn't have come along.
0: I'm sorry. Who is this to him? Girlfriend. His Girlfriend. It's his girlfriend, Gravity, right? Yeah. Wow.
1: And then it even came out that um, he has said that she took an extra job because she was a teacher <gasps> and he's in IT. She took an extra and they live together. She took an extra job to be able to even go on the trip. Yeah, you were. And kidding. the parents and the parents said something to him. They thought it was weird. Like, she's only eating two times a day. Is everything OK? Like, is she sick? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she has an eating disorder or
0: something like that yeah.
1: and so he was asking like oh was he the jerk or whatever is it
0: is it his fault did everybody collectively say yes absolutely oh they yeah. oh they dragged yeah.
1: him okay yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. and he was like and they were like you you know she needs to leave and he's like yeah and I probably should break up with her too and I should probably find someone else who's in my bracket um, as well and they <gasps> wow Whoa. wow yeah. But this just brought all that up about um going out and we're talking strangers, people who just met. This is they're in a relationship.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And, live and together, he made and live together. He Ooh. made significantly more than her. I think yeah, it was she like she made I think, of what he made, right? Yeah, I think they said he made 150 a mm-hmm. year and she made 45, something like right. that. Oh and the no. family was and the family was, you know, decent, kind of well off or whatever. And it was him, her. I think a brother and the brother's wife and then the mom and dad. No, no, no. (laughs) And I'm like, how does that work? You know, she worked this second job to try to help her pay for this trip, but still was opting out of activities and opting Mm. out of meals. Mm. Mm -mm. That's horrible. That just made me think of that. It is. It's also like, girl, you, you, you deserve better sister. Mm. Or girlfriend, yeah, whatever it, the case it may it, be. But
2: it, it begs the question: like, is this really the first time you you knew this person was like this? Like, I mean, yeah. I I don't understand hmm. the fact that she had to take a job, and he was aware that the reason for the job was to mm-hmm. allow her to go on this trip. It's just, uh, I don't like it. Yeah, I
1: mean, there's I don't so either. I don't wrong. like the optics of that. Yeah, it's something wrong yeah. with that, and also not victim blaming because she's definitely a victim, but we also have to take accountability for things mm. that we do to make people think we're okay with their behavior
0: Absolutely. and That's saying, I'm
1: going to take another job to yes. be able to do something with you and you aren't helping me at all
0: mm-hmm.
1: is a yeah. problem. Mm. You watch it. You're watching me work this second job to take this vacation with you and your family.
0: Yeah, right. mm. that—that's a, a level of selfishness that I just—it's unbelievable. Absolutely,
1: and also, if you're gonna call me a gold digger and you only make 150 a year, like no, we're not <laughs> <paying these> <laughs>
0: <games>. <laughs>
1: Like, sir, what? <laughs> like you're not balling, balling. Like no, that's just no, it's like, really not. That's like slight game. comfort, mm. right? That's Pretty slight much. comfort.
0: Yeah. Oh man wow yeah. ladies beware oh i'm telling you wow yeah well, thank you for so, your- okay that's-
1: sorry quick sidebar but yeah no, that was travel and going mm-hmm. out to eat and not having no money
0: all right so uh last one wi-fi or unplug depends where am i <laughs> is this
1: the lounge or is this the adventure if it's the adventure oh no we got to have wi-fi i need to know where i'm going <laughs> you can't have me unplugged lost in the forest <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, did I already <laughs>
1: download the Google map? Like, how is this working? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and I have, you know what? I was going to say unplug, but again, I'm going to take it back to Paris again. You guys have Wi-Fi everywhere. Oh, and yeah. If you're ever in trouble, so, just stop at
2: McDonald's. Yeah.
0: It's so easy to get around. Yeah. So I want to say Wi-Fi.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I would say Wi Fi too. Cause again, if I'm on the beach, I want to have my Spotify on. There you go. You know, got the vibe, music vibes going while you got your glass. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need a little bit of Wi Fi. I won't be checking work email, mm-hmm. but definitely oh, no, notifications off. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. Final question, and we can all answer it. Um, Tanisha, you may or may not have an answer, but here we go. You're on a flight to your vacation. What's playing in your headphones and what are you sipping on the flight? So you're asking, what did I sneak in my bag, (laughs) my little (laughs) Ziploc
1: carry on for the flight? (laughs) For flights, if I want to go to sleep, it's usually brown liquor. Mm. Real talk is usually like a little mini of Jack Daniels and Mm. then I'll get a Coke. Yeah. So I can drink a Jack and Coke. What's playing in my headphones? Girl, I'm probably listening to a podcast. Mm. You know me.
0: Yeah. Nicole, Somebody getting murdered you? on
1: vacation. Some crazy. <laughs> oh
0: my, on your not. vacation. On yeah, some
1: you know, some true crime podcast. It keeps me safe. I'm like, oh, she did what? Let me do the opposite. Okay. <laughs> it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, for me, I would probably be listening to um you know, I'm, when I'm on vacation, my mind is away from home, away from taking care of a kid and my mm. house. Um, I'll probably listen to Glamorous Life by Sheila E. Just getting myself pumped oh, up. With, that's a great song. <laughs> wherever I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> and that's drinking right. something, something sparkling, whatever they have on those, um, you know, those flight menus. Maybe mm-hmm. a, if they have a cava, I'll do that. A yeah. Cremant or a champagne, something sparkling. Yeah.
0: I remember I took one flight. I don't, I think I was going to California. I can't remember. I don't think I was going across the country. But they served kava and cheese its. I was the happiest girl. I said, well nice right. together, or you just put it together. Well, I ordered the kava, but um the the snack was cheez Its, which oh, I had never heaven. perfect. I had never seen that before. I was like, Well, this <laughs> is wonderful. Yeah.
1: You don't know what to do with yourself. <laughs>
0: you probably put your
1: feet up and was like oh <laughs> you, you put your chair you put your seat back that one centimeter and I'm like mm-hmm. and
0: we're good." and we are living yes um it's just it's like, it, right right um I really like listening to books um on flights especially long flights it just makes me seem it makes it seem like I'm talking to someone and the stories and everything so I like um audible books and um Honestly, most of the time it's more difficult to like sneak wine on a plane because it's like a, ho- anyway, the ball's too big. Anyway, I usually also get something dark like a bourbon, but I add it to um, hot tea. So hot tea. Yeah. So if you add a little lemon and I mean, sugar if, or honey, if you need it, it almost comes out like a hot toddy. Almost. Uh-huh. But it's very close. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's, it's very relaxing. Sometimes I'm asleep before takeoff girl.
1: often i'm sleeping
0: before takeoff yeah that's usually that is the
1: goal (laughs) i don't even want to remember we took off
2: yeah yeah wow i wish i could do that
0: you can't sleep on planes
2: i can but it's uh it's labored it's not necessarily something i can just do readily yeah yeah Yeah, i'm I'm fully gifted in that (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: i'm (laughs) i'm out (laughs) I'll wake up because the plane hit the ground. Like, you know, when it uh-huh. has that little bounce. So I'm yeah, like, oh, wow. Oh, we're oh, here we already. Yeah. Well, good morning, everybody.
0: It's so it's funny. My husband, he's a terrible flyer. Um, just really bad anxiety about flying because he just doesn't understand how everything works. And he's that type of person that needs it. Anyway, I don't care um, how it works. As long as I get there safely, I don't really care. The Wright
1: brothers worked but, that uh, out. I'm
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were going to, I think we were going to Seattle. We had a... Um, yeah, we had, I think it was a, yeah, we had really good seats. And um, I was just really comfortable, really cozy. And I fell asleep before takeoff. And we're, you know, we're about to take off. And he was like, "Yo, know, are you sleeping? How are you sleeping right <laughs> now?
1: <laughs> and he was like, apparently I'm not sleeping. I was like, well, I <laughs> was sleeping. You're talking to me. <laughs> right.
0: And we're awake. Like you. you didn't feel that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel
1: this conversation though.
0: It's <laughs> causing me to be awake.
2: <laughs> that is too funny. Oh man.
0: Well, guys, this was so fun. Nicole, thank you for yes. joining the Squirrels week today.
2: Thank you, ladies. I had a great time too. Um, I appreciate you um spending your time with me as well.
0: Yeah. Thanks, awesome. Nicole. Yeah. yeah. Before you go, tell everybody um, if you have anything coming up, like one of your lives or anything and where everybody can follow you.
2: Yeah. So um, again, my handle is Vent Noir, V-I-N-T-N-O-I-R. The inspiration behind that just really is um, celebrating black winemakers, black wine merchants and brands. And um, yeah, I mentioned that I'm going to be celebrating my one year anniversary actually on um, social media. Um, this weekend and I'm going to be in Southern California I'm thinking about going actually live I'll be at the um, fresh glass fest that's being presented by um, sip wine and beer miss cassandra Schaig. Um she's putting on this festival and she's um, looking to have it be an annual event um, in the city of Escondido so I'm thinking about going live from there I'll be um, hanging out with some friends uh, we have a cabana in it for the day, drinking lots of wine. Yes, meeting, ma'am. Yes, meeting a lot of people, winemakers. Um, a lot of folks are going to be out there with their um, different brands and it's going to be a good time. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Mm. That's awesome. That sounds great. Tanisha, you want to share anything before we go? Got anything going on?
1: Oh, nothing too much going on here. Just the regular Americans back. Tours are back happening. Mm. So I'm doing tours, tastings. Y'all
0: headed to Paris? Hit me up. Love it. Well, all right, everybody. Have a great night. Cheers. All right. Good thank night. you. Bye-bye. Good night. Once again, thanks, everybody, for joining the Swirl Suite. We hope you enjoyed our episode. Don't forget to follow Nicole on Instagram at Vent Noir. Follow Tanisha and her Parisian excursions at Girl Meets Glass. Follow myself at Vine Me Up. And they weren't with us today, but... Don't forget to follow Glennis at Vino Noir and Leslie at Vino301 and the Wine Concierge. Cheers.